Yeah, so yeah. you see, watch, you see your try face? Try to keep it under your chin. We're trying, to, we're trying to keep the mic so it doesn't, like, block your face. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you're in a good position. And that's why we wear the headphones. Because if you don't wear the headphones, you can start, it's like, you hear I'm talking, you can hear. But yeah. watch when I start doing that. You see how it goes away? Yeah. You see how, that's why you wear the headphones. Yeah. yeah. So that you can control your voice. Because sometimes yeah. you'll start moving around and you might start doing this. But then Norman, you know Norman? Yeah, yeah, he was all over the place. He's all over the place. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> I told oh, him. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so anyway, hey, so we're recording. Um, we'll take picture. Should we take one now? Okay, just remind me. I always forget <laughs> the picture. Uh, okay, tell me when we're ready. Good. We are ready. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Fruiting Body Podcast with your host, Brendan O'Neill. We are a medicinal mushroom company located in here, Phuket, Thailand. And today we have a legend of a guest, Mr. Oliver Michael Judge. Now, Oliver is an international uh, student coming from Singapore, coming to Phuket. And now he's at boarding school at Millfield in the UK. So we're going to talk about that transition and living in these different uh, countries and attending these boarding schools and international schools and his experience along the way. Don't forget, smash that subscribe, smash that like, and let's get this thing started. All right, let's cut Oliver. We know each other, what, a long time now, maybe five, six years. Yeah. Um, let's go right back to Singapore and let's give a little bit of an introduction about yourself. Tell us who you are, your age, um, you're a little bit about your background and where you came from originally yeah. growing up in Singapore. So my name is Oliver Michael Judge and I was born in Singapore. I lived there for seven years going to SJI International School and my mum my and dad didn't really want to live there anymore so they came to P Phuket. Mm -hmm. My dad found a job here so I went to... Uh, British International School of Phuket. So you tr you're transitioning. Now, originally living in Singapore, I mean, Phuket to Singapore, it's completely different, right? The lifestyle. Yeah, Singapore's light. Did you prefer it more, though? Yeah. Why, sure. why was that? Felt more homey and, like, everything was close to me. But in Phuket, it wasn't... It was a bit spaced out, in, in my opinion. Yeah, to at least be able to, to, to get around and see your friends, it's a, bit of a, a little bit more difficult... Uh, and Phuket, and and for the audience, for any parents out there or or children that maybe they're living in the UK or maybe they're living in Singapore and they're looking to come to Phuket, I think this podcast will be very interesting because you can hear the perspective of these different places you've lived for international school. What are the benefits, the pros, the cons, the disadvantages, and whatnot? Um, so, what was your favorite part about going to international school in Singapore? If there's you know some some memory that you can reflect on. I'd say everyone is like a family in Singapore because we have loads of people from loads of people from different countries and we all respect that. And like in Thailand it's just some more of Thai people, not not much uh, not much people from different countries. Yeah, so and this is more at your like your international schools here at the British International School meaning like um in Singapore, it's more multicultural. It's more diverse. Um, but kind of in, in Thailand, it, it's it, it's very Thai as well, which isn't a bad thing. It's just no. this is the difference. Yeah. Now, 
um, living, because uh, I was talking to, to your family and living in Singapore, um, for example, like after school and you go home and you're in your, your condo complex, you're easily able to play with your friends. And, and how does that differentiate with being in Phuket? Because it's very different. Because in Thailand, there isn't much uh, condos. Yeah. And like, all of my friends are all over the place and... They're not, sometimes they're not really close to school. Like I have friends in Patong, yeah. friends here, and I live in Lyon and there's only like a couple of friends there. Yeah, so it's always hard to, you know, just pick up a football match. You're kind of, um, probably most of the time you're having most fun at the campus, at the Briti British International School, yeah, right? School, yeah, Um. Okay, so you'd made the transition to Phuket. Now, when you were, you're quite young, you probably came over from Singapore to Phuket when you were, what, seven or eight? Seven. But seven, yeah. Um, when you first came, did you want to come? No. No. What, what What? were you kind of against it? You wanted to stay? You didn't want to leave your friends in Singapore? Yeah, my friends mostly. Yeah, that's that's the main part, right? Yeah. And, and what about the food? You're, you're able, are you okay with the Thai food? Or is there a big difference in quality between Singapore and Thailand? Singapore is just class. <laughs> Explain that a little bit. I mean, Singapore's my food. You have like duck rice. Mm-hmm. Like more, can't really explain it, but like the Chinese food's better because I think like Singapore is more on the Chinese side than Thailand. But like I'm not a massive fan of the Thai food. It's, sometimes it's a bit too sweet and sometimes it's a bit too spicy. Uh, do you have any favorite Thai dish that you kind of go to over here, or do you kind of stick to the Western style? I like mutad. Mutad. Yeah. Isn't that it's just like the fried pork, right? Or yeah, the fried with pork the sticky rice. That's really good. Yeah, Prod Pan. Did you go to Prod Pan yet? I think they do the mutod. It's just like a pork neck thing type of. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I've been there. Yeah, yeah that place. So you've come over to the British International School. You got over here at the age of seven. You don't know anyone. You don't have any friends at this point. Did you have any friends living in Phuket or did you know nobody? Yeah, absolutely nobody. So if you can remember, because again, it's probably five years ago, right? Can you remember um, joining the school? How was it? Was it welcoming? Were you able to easily adapt? Yeah, everyone just respected me and they were really kind when I tr tried to start a conversation with them. Mm. How, how do your friends describe you from the British and from the school? What, 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 what do you think they would uh, uh, say? Who is Oliver Judge? Got no idea. Got no idea. Um, and now you're at the school. I know you're playing football and you're getting uh, quite at a high level as well. And their program is amazing. Um, what are the differences between playing in these football clubs in Singapore to Phuket and even to Mill Millfield in terms of quality, experience, and level? So Singapore, they didn't really care much about it. It was just like a hobby. Thailand, they, in Phuket, it was much more different they uh cared about it and we played tournaments and uh in england just the level was really hard are you experiencing that now it's a i mean i give it my all and uh we well we have like three teams we have of course the millfield first team which i'm in we have mid somerset and we have the whole of somerset team so i'm in two of those teams but the Somerset team ha hasn't come out yet because I think they haven't chosen all the teams in Somerset yet. Is it much more physical? Much more. Loads of people are so tall. Yeah, like, that's the thing. And here, just 
I used to think I was pretty tall here, but yeah. like the average height of our rugby team, I think it's like one six eight in centimeters. And what age group are you playing in now? Are you playing above your age group? No, under thirteens because I'm I go to Millfield Prep School. Okay. So there's two different schools. So like I'm kind of in middle school because I'm in year eight. And my brother's in senior school, and that's in a different town. I'm in Glastonbury. He's in Street. Right. That's what that's what your your family was explaining to me as well. Um, h- how about the campus? I mean, I, I saw some pictures. I saw you playing football there as well. I, is there a huge difference between British International School and Millfield in terms of the campus itself? Massive. Yeah. How so? I mean, it's more techier in Millfield. Like all the stuff is. So high tech, and when we have to get in, we have to use codes and stuff. Uh, in terms of like uh, access passes and, and being able to get around, are you using thumbprints or biometrics? No, we don't have that. But I think we had like an ID card and the ISP yep. to get through the gate. Yeah, and anyone could just show it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a lot of your friends, they're still here at, at the BIS. Um, do we have any shout outs? Like uh, we know Philip, we know Jerry. I mean, have, have you, are you still able to stay in touch with your friends by living over in Millfield? And, and how do you do that? Uh, WhatsApp mostly and Instagram. Yeah. And are you doing phone calls? Is this a weekly thing? Well, I'm not allowed to bring my phone to school. So like the only time I can call them is early in the morning because we get our phone early in the morning. Yeah. And I, the time I try zone. to call my dad, my mom, my friends quite hard to get all those calls in so you did that transition now this happened we, we got to be careful with our language here because uh not swear words but uh, we can't use words like the c word or you know what i mean um because youtube doesn't like that so let's talk it we'll call it the current situation um it was around summertime you went over with your mom and you went to go see your your brother at millfield and because it's summer and you had the summer off from british international school um tell us that story of you went over there with the intentions of what and what happened well we just went over there to see our brother for a holiday and i think i think when we spent our when we had to quarantine we accidentally came in contact with someone on our flight who did have COVID, so we had to do an extra three days. Who had the, the current situation. <laughs> so that, that, that's the only, I think we'll get away with that word. That's okay. Just YouTube doesn't like it. Okay, so you, 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 you had to quarantine. in where, where did you end up quarantining? I forgot. I'm anyway, some sure. So you, you went over to see your brother, and th- again, this is probably July, June, July, and you had the plans of coming back to BIS for the September semester, but what happened? COVID vaccine. Yeah, okay. See that, that, so when that happened, you kind of got stuck, and you had to then make a decision of whether you want to come back or you wanted to stay. Um, what was going through your head? It, it, were you thinking, okay, I want to stay here, or you wanted to come back? I mean, I didn't want to do online school personally because I don't like doing that and my learning just gets interrupted. Plus, I have to, uh, I think I have to wake up at like 1 a.m. to start school and I don't want to be doing that. Yeah, that would just, it, it's, you'd be much, way too tired. It's much yeah. too difficult as well. So I asked my dad, can I just move to England? And he was like, sure. 
Yeah, and and do you think that's the right decision? You're enjoying your your time now at Millfield. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I could imagine as well. Like you, um, you're expecting to at least come say come back to Phuket and and maybe have a proper goodbye with your friends. You have another year because some of your friends they they are still here. Um, but now li- living living in the UK. What about in terms of the weather? Because Phuket's completely different than the UK. Are, are you adjusting to that? Yeah, 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 a lot. But when I came back here, I was so hot. I was like, how did I live here? So humid here, I can I can barely breathe. Yeah, that's Phuket is like that. It takes a couple weeks, and you get adjusted, and then you'll, you're you're fine from there. Yeah. Um, and what? But what about your dog? See, I had I, I was babysitting Nyan. Or a, uh, we should, oh, that's who we forgot. We needed Nyan on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, I was baby, but she's a, she was a lunatic. I couldn't handle her. She ran, she ran away like five times on me and like, it was too much. Did she come back? She, oh yeah. No, oh, I chased her around the beach for about an hour one day. <laughs> and, uh, and you say she swam. She right? swam. She ran away. I had friends. Tani was trying to, uh, feed her hot dogs to trick her, but <laughs> it was a nightmare. Um, so, and your dog, when you got back, I mean, because, uh, again, living in the UK now, you can't be close to, to this wonderful dog. Um, just, uh, what, what is that? She's a savage. Yeah, I, love, I love her. <laughs> yeah. So, when you, when you got to see Nyan, uh, how was that? I mean, is, is this, um, it's a sacrifice you need to make by not being able to live here as well, correct? Yeah. yeah. I was quite emotional when I saw her. She was like, her ears were up. Yeah. Her her tail was wa- wa- waggling around and she was just, she was berserk. She was jumping all over me and jumping all over my brother. Yeah, she is a very loving dog as well. And maybe we'll make a reel. We'll clip this and make a reel with some pictures of uh, Nyan and throw it up on the Instagram. See this dog running <laughs> around. <laughs> um, now, wh- when you're at Millfield, you're, you, you're on a different campus than your brother because you're in this prep school. So what happens next? You, you go through your Millfield prep, and then that allows you to change campus next year or the year after? No, next year. Like, if, if you're in year eight, that's the last bit of prep school. And if you're in year seven, you have to do one more year of year eight. And will you do, you, do you get to see your brother often, even on these two different campuses, or you're kind of no, stuck to yourself? No, I barely see him at all. But I remember we went to like the sports ground, King Weston. Yep. It's like massive. And I didn't see my brother there, but he was there because he had some rubbish haircut on him. And I couldn't <laughs> recognize him. He was like a K pop star when yeah, he yeah. first got his haircut. It was so bad. Yeah, he had some sort of like K pop perm going on, eh? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was something. Yeah, Dom. Well, he, he's cleaned it up. And I think he's going for a haircut now, but. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, he was looking uh, he was looking eccentric. Let's say. Yeah, he was rubbish. <laughs> um, how how is it now that you're living in boarding school? Because I'll explain that a little bit for anyone that's not aware that when you're in international school in in Phuket, you have options to board or just, or to stay at home, and obviously two completely different experiences. But now that you are at Millfield, you're boarding. Um, can you explain about what what that experience is like? How many people you're living with? The rooms, the the rec rooms, the maybe the the super the people looking over you as well, and just talk about the entire experience boarding on the living side. I I love boarding because like my friends are all together with me, and the facility set out for us. 
where we stay is massive. We have like a nine-hole golf course. We have two seven-a-side football pitches and two seven-a-side rugby pitches. We have a basketball court and we have a tennis court, so we can do whatever we want. And about we have four dorms. We have fifteen people, and there are there's one person who comes in and out, so he can day. He's a day pupil and a boarding student at the same time. So that that's what we call like a flexi, flexible. But like, there's four people in each dorm. The beds are rubbish there. So in your in your dorm room, you have you're living with four boys. Yeah. And it's is it kind of like how how big is the room? It's about this size or much bigger than this and then h- how do they divide all your beds or do you have curtains or how is that how, what does it look like inside well so you enter so here's the door you enter you have a bed there bed there bed there bed there okay and then the windows are there i don't know it's not really and then but at night time it's easy to fall asleep i mean you guys are so exhausted from the day or you know or is it uh is it kind of every night is a uh, sleepover Kind of a sleepover every <laughs> night because every one of my dorms like my mates. Yeah. But like the other dorms, she's they do my head in. Why is that? I remember like, I think it was one lad named Nicholas. He like came to our dorm, just started shouting. Oh, uh, and got who it was, but I remember some per- some per- some person was hiding behind the door. And Nicholas came in again, and then he slapped a slipper on his head. <laughs> Why was he shouting? What was going on? He just wants to wind us up. Oh, he was just trying. Is he? Uh, is he a bigger boy or no? Being a bit of a bully, eh? <laughs> he's not a bully. He's just a, he's a bit of a knob. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough, though. I mean, that that could happen. Um, so you're you're in the, your dorm, and can you explain that that part of the campus a little bit? Do you, do you want some water? Sure. Yeah, get some water in you. Um, so we'll talk about the 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 living, not so much the living conditions, but where you you are are staying. So each dorm will have four, you know, four boys will live in it. How many dorms are there? You said four. There's four. So it's only sixteen people boarding at this prep school for your age. No, not at this prep school. We have five boarding houses: two for the girls and three for the boys. Okay. I stay at the one across the road named Eggley Manor. Mm-hmm. And I think the other boarding houses, well, my boarding house only keeps year eights and the other boarding houses keeps like year eight, year seven to year eight to year five, I think. And are, when you go to class, it is, it's co-ed, it's mixed boys and girls as well, right? Yeah. Okay, so they're just separated for the boarding. How many people are actually doing the boarding? Is it most of the kids that are at Millfield or you said that you have some flexies as well? well like, what, what do you think as a percentage? I would say 55% of Millfield Prep is boarding. Yeah. It's quite a lot of boarders. Like, when you go into the dining hall, can't really get a seat. You're, you're like, in different boarding houses, and you need to go into other boarding houses' seats to get a spot. It's quite filled up. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a packed house there. And yeah. and how is, uh, um, when you go to the dining hall, the cafeteria, How's the food? Because obviously your mom is like, come on, Michelin star, top chef. So She's so good. So now, now you you got to maybe take it down a notch. Um, how are you getting by with the food? It's horrendous. <laughs> the food is so bad. Like, 
I, d- I didn't mind some of the food in uh, Thailand because, like, they would serve me some, like, Asian food, which I don't mind. But, like, the Asian food they serve in England is awful. It's really mank. <laughs> so bad. What is mank? Just some, Bri- some British word. I'm, yeah, I'm not familiar with that vocab. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, everything else, because you're used to eating your pasta. This is, I know you love this, so it must be <laughs> difficult to, to, to adapt as well. But, I mean... Are you, are you, but you're eating, I mean, you're, you're looking healthy, you're looking good. Yeah. I mean, you've lost your tan. I've lost a bit of weight as well. Yeah? Jeez. Why? Well, you're not eating enough. You'd be surprised. You got a no, car- you wouldn't be surprised, in fact. you got a carb load. Food there. It's garbage. Like, I remember having the burgers one time. Red. It was just raw. Just raw. Yeah, yeah. You're not eating that medium rare crap, yeah. no. Um... How does it work for the sports side of, of, of Millfield and um, the athletic competition between different boarding schools? Well, football-wise in Millfield, I'm not sure it's like, it's not the best in the whole of England, but I know cricket and rugby is the best in the whole of England at Millfield. But I think football is at least like sixth or fifth. And how many teams um, are you playing in, like, a league? How does that work between these different schools, like, for the football side? Well, we have, like, not sure how many tournaments, but, like, there's Esper Cup. Mm-hmm. Esper Cup is, like, it's called, like, the English Schools Football Association, so it's, like, the best schools battling it out. And if if your school reaches the finals, you play it, like, somewhere in the Midlands, like, the middle of the England you prob- you can play at like Stadium of Leicester. Uh oh. Is that what? What? So what is is that your Leicester sh- uh, jersey? I haven't seen yeah, that color yet. No, it's a. Uh, you had a pink one before. Yeah, pink one. Yeah. The pink one was nice, but this one's better in my opinion. And the these cups you're playing, are you traveling a lot? How far is it between the schools to play a match? I mean, we haven't traveled so much, but our age group below. I think they travelled to Birmingham. It's not that far from a car for a car, but on a mini bus, I think it's like three hours and twenty minutes. On a car, it's like one hours and thirty minutes. Okay, so not not too bad. Yeah. And how are you, how are you um, performing? Do you think? Because now are you are you you're not playing keeper? Are you playing? What are you playing now? Just defense. Center defensive mid. Center defensive mid, and I mean these. As these boys are bigger and more physical, yeah. I mean, it's it's a rough position. How, how do you think you're doing? I think I'm doing okay. I mean, it's quite hard to get into the team because there are loads of people that are challenging. Like, sometimes I could be on the bench, sometimes I could be on the pitch. Just depends. And much different than when you were in Phuket because kind of in Phuket, you, you were maybe top level or maybe the top, top five on your team or something, right? Yeah. And... That level of competition is completely different now. Yeah, I think I'm like, we have like 14 players in our team. Yeah. I'd say I'm like 10th best. I'm like, compared to all of the players there, I'm not amazing. And wh- where are most of the, where are most, you, you want to have some water, don't worry. Um, wh- where are most of the um, kids coming from at the, at the internet, at your school, at Millfield, or just uh, even on on your football team, uh, is it 
completely diverse? Could it be from Brazil, Canada, U.S., Sweden, or is there is it mostly people from the U.K.? Mostly people from the U.K., but we have Chinese lad named Ethan, yeah, and we have a Spanish lad called Jacobo, and I think that's like that's it. And they're good. Are they good players? Or Jacobo is good. Okay. He he, he could replace me. Mm. Well, sometimes he. He does sometimes, and I do sometimes, but Ethan. Uh oh Okay, well, Ethan won't see this. No, Ethan, you're great. Don't worry. We love you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on, on your side, uh, do you have, like, a, a, a very close friend now, or is it mostly just the boys in your dorm? I have very close friends with the boys in my dorm and a lot of people at the school as well. So you want to give them a shout-out? Who are we shouting out to here? Who, who are, Aston Fox, Barrington Hibbert. Yeah, who else? Samuel Cole. Yeah, these guys are legends, eh? People in my dorm, Fernando, Ryan, and Harry. Love you, <laughs> lads, love you. <laughs> so if they see this, they're they're probably going to watch this this video and... Uh, oh, yeah, and people in my uh, form tutor. Okay. No, I won't, I won't give you their nicknames. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll keep, keep like that. Danny. Yeah. What a legend he is. Perrin. Just. <laughs> just just a legend, yeah. He's just he's just up there. <laughs> and then Caleb and Tom. Yeah, and what we'll do is on this YouTube we'll timestamp this, we'll clip this. So when you go to watch this later, I'll call this uh uh Oliver's shouts out to friends and you can just click it and they can all see that shout out. You can show them quick and easy, so it's easy to navigate. There we go. Um, what are what are some of the um, um, past time things you you like to do besides you know um, these extracurricular activities like football? I mean, at the end of the day, when you finish class and you come back to your dorm, what are you usually doing? Can you walk us through that process? Uh, so we finish school at three forty-five, and. On a Monday, so on a Monday and Thursday, we have to do games, so like sports. On a Monday, it's rugby. You have no other choice. You have to do rugby. During the day or after school? After school. Okay. And then on a Thursday, it's f you have a choice between football and a rugby, and I do football. I'm not much of a rugby player because they're just so physical. Yeah, I've never been a I'm – I'm a hockey player, but not a rugby player. player. Um, and, you, you again, you have to do these sports and – what time you're you're saying that starts around like four p.m. and it goes to what five or six? Four to five. We have we have our we have our supper, dinner really early, like five p.m. Yep. And after that, we at five thirty till six thirty, we do our homework. And I think from six thirty till eight, we have our phones. And then after that, depends what night it is, we could have sweets or, like, savoury snacks. And then some nights we could just have, like, hummus and stuff. And you get to decide, like, which, what type of snacks you want, or is it kind of you can get anything from the 7-Eleven, or are you just crushing Hershey bars? What's going on? 7-Elevens? Are you having a law? <laughs> There's no 7-Elevens in the UK. No? No, we have a WH Smith. Okay. And but are you able to go to the store? Or how does that work? Or or do they? You have to like talk to a headmaster or no, something. No, they provide it for us. They provide it for you. Yeah. 
And so every night now, these kids, you're not on your phones all day. What happens between 6.30 to 8? Does everyone turn into a phone zombie or is it okay? Well, when it was like September, everyone used to go outside because it was light. But after 4.30 now, it is pitch black. So from 6.30 to 8, till 8, right now, loads of people are on their phones. And then what are you, are, are you uh, heavy? Are you deep in that TikTok game or what's going on? Really? It's a scandal. So what what do they do they ban you from certain apps that you're allowed to use or not use? Snapchat, Instagram. They ban they ban it on your phones, meaning they they'll look at it and say, "Hey, this cannot be used." No, we're not allowed to use TikTok. But I just use my 4G to watch TikTok. Uh-oh. Bit sneaky, but like when when we're on the school Wi-Fi, we are prohibited to it. We are not allowed to touch any apps over 12. Any apps? Yeah, any. Mm. YouTube sometimes gets banned. That is, can't even watch your podcast. Oh, my God. We're going to have to jump on the 4G. Maybe, maybe uh, I'll have to write a letter to Millfield for this special episode here. Yeah, we might need to. <laughs> they'll, they'll, we'll throw it on another server. They can have it on the school server. Get, come on, Millfield. Let's get it on it. Um. Now, now you, you're 12 now. You're going to be turning 13 next year as well. You're getting a bit older. You, you, you've got the uh, you got this co-ed thing going on. What's the love life like, Oliver? <laughs> no, nothing. N- nothing. No, nothing. nothing. No, you, there's not a secret girl out there. No, no. You don't want to give a shout out to someone, or <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Okay, but are I don't know because I'm obviously I, I I don't know the younger generation. But what is it like with the kids nowadays? Are they are they having boyfriend girlfriend at this age, or is this banned in the school? Well, so, some people do, but our headmaster, no, the head of year eight, Mister Guffrey, says it's nonsense to have a boyfriend and girlfriend. So. At that age, yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't allow allow that at all. Now the head headmaster is that someone completely different? Do you have someone specifically that is kind of like your dorm supervisor, like uh, like almost an assistant or something, or they're watching over you? We don't have a dorm supervisor, but we have house parents and house matrons. So the matrons just clean up and uh, give us food at the boarding house, and our house parents. And sort who, out everything. Who are these house parents or house matrons? They're they're connected to the kids at the school. They're, they're or they're volunteers or how does that work? Well, the house par- my house parents teach at the school. Okay. So, Mr. Close, one of my house parents, he's the uh, what was the head? But he's a history teacher and the head of. Year seven and eight, I think. And he'll be the one. No, 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 deputy head he is. Okay, and and these they will come by your room at night and kind of tell you lights off, let's go to bed. Um, what happens at at? What happens if you're to break the rules? Lights on, phones on. Do you get, I guess, demerits or points or deductions? Do they have a system in place to keep you guys in, you know, from uh, getting out of line? We have demerits, but I haven't got one this year, so. 
and talk talk about that system. Just what what does that mean? Because in Canada we've never had that, but I know this is more prevalent in the UK. What is a demerit system? Well, it just it's quite easy to get a demerit. It's just if you act bad and the teacher doesn't like it. But if you get like if you get a merit, that's quite hard. So a demerit is just it's quite easy when you're doing it to younger younger people. If you act maybe just a bit too rude, I guess, or a bit mean, you'll get a demerit instantly by one of the teachers. And what does that entail? Like, if if, if you get a demerit, what are they gonna smack you with a ruler? Are they gonna send you to the to a detention center or what? No, it just goes it goes on your school record. Okay, and that's kind of it right there. Yeah. And then eventually, if you were to accumulate too many. Um, you could get kicked out of the school, essentially. Yeah. Do you have any stories from the school of, you know, someone getting a merit or demerit and, and something that, uh, you know, the, 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 the gossip of the town? Not really, no, actually. You guys have all, you're all in line. Everything's going swell. I mean, you can act quite bad. If you act really bad, you can get a sanction. Okay. So, sanction, I think, that sanction's like 10 demerits, I think. Oh, wow. And that's quite bad. Uh, I think that's the worst. But it's quite a few people. Last year, they told me they got loads of sanctions. This year, I think they're keeping it cool and clean. Yeah, if they got in trouble in the years Yeah, they've before. turned it down now. And how how about your brother Dom? How's he doing? We're gonna get him on the podcast, but uh, he's got to get a haircut. But um, um, does he talk to you about his experience? And and does he does he help you out? Does he share what to do, what not to do? Well, he d he didn't help me out that much because we're in different campuses. But it's like we talk a bit, and he just mostly talks about his football. He's doing well in his football as well. He got sent to an, something called the ISPA trial. It's like International Schools Football Association. That's like best players from each private school. And best the best players there will get picked for the best team, best private school team in England. One of his mates got picked. I think it's Morgan Jones. That's his name. But uh, my brother sadly didn't get picked. But, he but he's playing really he's well. because he's playing underage as well, right? He's he's playing uh, at a higher level than he should be, right? So sometimes, sometimes. So what? What type? I, th I think they have what? Is it under 18s? And then he's pro well. He your Dom is probably what 14, 15 now. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. He turned sixteen on March first. Oh, it's coming up. Same same birthday as. Your your man, Justin Biebs. He's not my man. <laughs> He's rubbish. He's useless. Oh, well, we can't clip that. Anyways, we love the Biebs. We're buying NFTs off him, so he's going to make us some um, serious dough for this podcast. And maybe we'll add a few extra cameras and, you know, call them the Beeb cams. <laughs> Might help a bit. Yeah. Um. What What's the... The comparison of the curriculum, Singapore, Phuket, Millfield, in terms of difficulty? Singapore was quite easy. I mean, in Singapore, it was not advanced at all. I didn't even learn multiplication there. 
it was pretty bad. Thailand, I was just about, just about at the borderline. And in year seven, my learning just tipped. So I was top set in math and I was top set in English. So I was doing pretty well in secondary. But the learning in England's quite, quite advanced. The the level that the level that they kind of expect you to be. At, yeah, grab some water. Don't worry, chill out. We're getting comfortable here. We're having some coffees. We've got some fruiting body mugs with a sticker on it that looks okay on camera, but not in reality. What do you mean? It's <laughs> well, delightful. It's got, it's got a little bit of a you know a couple creases on it as well. Now, did you tell your friends, hey, I'm coming on a podcast. I'm going to be famous. I mean. Signing autographs at Boat Avenue after, what's going on? Well, I didn't tell my friends, but after this podcast, and if you post it on YouTube, I will tell my friends to watch your video, subscribe. <laughs> and, I mean, my my followers are like 11 to 15. It's like, they might not be amazingly interested, but I'll get them into it. <laughs> All right. I'll tell them to subscribe. You've probably got like 130 people just coming at you. Trying to subscribe. There we go. Yeah, you got to spread decent. spread this around the school. Say you got to check out this podcast I did on uh, on Millfield. Smash that subscribe. Turn on that bell notification. Let's go. Yeah. And tell the principal though. I don't know if the staff should watch this. Yeah, <laughs> I think the staff can watch this. We haven't said anything too bad. We love the staff, eh? Yeah, we love them. <laughs> They're great. Legends. Legends. Yeah. What about, uh, um, um, how are some of your, your teachers? Do you get along well with them? Do you have a, a, f a favorite teacher that stands out? I don't really have a favorite teacher, but a teacher that keeps faith in me. Uh, it's my math teacher. And I remember at the start of school, I just got put into some, so we, well, we have two bands at our school, red band and blue band. Red band is for like the smarter people and blue bands for the less worthy <laughs> in a way. Yeah. I'm in red band and I just got put into some random set. I think it was like set three and he, I just impressed him. So he's like moving me up a set. So I'm tr and he, he puts a lot of faith in me and my math work, puts a lot of faith in uh, me and Ethan Lau, Ethan, the uh, Chinese lad in football. He's doing well as well in the math. Yeah, he is. And uh, what types? What is your favorite subject? Because before I remember you uh, a couple of years ago, um, math was definitely not your favorite subject. I think, if I remember correctly. Um, in year in year five, I didn't enjoy math at all. But in year six, I was just get I was given challenges, and I quite enjoyed quite quite like that. Mm. And in year seven, my math was good, so I enjoyed that. And I remember just getting 99% on my test. Kept it cool, kept it professional. I was just like sitting there calm. Everyone went over to me and they were like, oh, you got 99%. I was just standing there, ice cool. <laughs> um, how, um, let, let's, let's have uh, some fun questions now. Let's play around a little bit. Eh? Okay. Um, well, this will be recorded and who knows, in maybe 10 years you can watch it back, right? So let, let's let we'll, we'll cut to this camera, right? And this will this will cut to you in a second. And I just want to 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 give Oliver when he's graduated from um, Millfield, 
give give them a little speech. What are you going to tell them? You can look right at that camera. You talk to yourself. You're oh, this camera here. That you're going to be talking to yourself when you can rewatch this. I'm going to appreciate the moment that I've spent at Millfield, and all the teachers and students that believed in me. I love them all. And what do you see yourself doing? Do you have any plans? Because you know, I know you talked a lot about uh, uh, football and, and really progressing with that. Has things changed? What What's going on um, in terms of what you want to do in your future? I mean, sports is always my first thing. Cricket and football. Don't mind being a cricketer and footballer. But aside from that, maybe do... Maybe... Follow on from my dad. Mm-hmm. He he did like sports betting. He did like some sports betting thing, like provided sports data for betting companies. I think it was. Mm-hmm. So like, I quite I'm quite interested in that. So maybe I could uh, follow on, make the judge family proud. Very nice. And and when you're when you're watching the football matches now, I mean, obviously you're supporting Leicester. Um, are you? Uh, Putting some bets on the side with your friends under the table? What's going on? No, no we don't do bets. That, that's good. I remember one bet I made, though. <laughs> what happened? Uh, I remember I made a bet on, like, seven games. Yeah. And I think you were there as well. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I asked you to put, like, a like five Canadian dollar bet. Yeah, I think it was something seven, small. On seven games. And uh, I was like... I predicted all of the uh, like scores, who would win and who would lose or draw. And one of the games, Sheffield United, this was twen- 2019. Yep. Sheffield United v Tottenham. I remember I s- you put two bets, I think. And one of the bets that I said Sheffield United would win, you put on for a bet. And like the other one where I said... Y- Sheffield United and Tottenham would draw, but they placed the bet. But they 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 ended up drawing, right? Yeah, they did. And I would have what I I told you at the start to it was going to be a draw. I ended up winning seven hundred and (laughs) seventy-five Canadian dollars from that bet. I was going berserk. (laughs) I remember just looking at my phone, saw all the results. I just. I went up to m- I went to my mum and I was start I just started to scream, <laughs> like my dad woke up and he was like, "No way." Yeah, I mean that's uh, for someone to make that many that that prediction and especially your first time, it's a uh, it's uh, unnatural. It's as just well. it's quite natural actually. Oh yeah. Got on my dad's jeans. <laughs> I think my dad was like banned from betting in Europe because he was so <laughs> good at it. Well, let's not talk too much about that, but um, let's jump ahead to to uh let's jump jump ahead to a couple more of your hobbies and especially your passion for lester so why where does this passion for lester come from and chat us tell us a little bit about that well my dad's from lester Mm. he was born in market harbour and every time i go to england i stay at lester i stay well i stay in leicester sheer i don't stay inside leicester i stay well i stay at a uh, a village called Corn, very close to uh, Loughborough, which you might know, very good sport sports university, and uh, mostly just watching Leicester games in Leicestershire is just, 
and I love the atmosphere at Leicester. Did you go? Did you go to any games recently? Recent, uh, we I went to a uh, what do you call it? A friendly game against Villarreal. It was a good game, but it was a bit sad because our like best defender. That's why we're shocking at defending this season. Our best defender. I think he broke his shin, oh, yeah. and he could have got like an ACL or something like that. And he was like, in, he was in agony on the pitch, and I just remember seeing that I was getting a bit teary eyed. Yeah, and, and w- when was that? Not too long ago, then, no. No, not that long ago. Maybe like two months ago. No, no, no not two months. And, and how's your team doing right now? We're eighth place. Oh, are you getting relegated? <laughs> Go Leafs, go. <laughs> no way, relegation. <laughs> no? Relegation's not in the uh, not in the records. No way. We're not going to get relegated at all. Okay, okay. No, I'm just playing. I don't really watch football too much. Yeah. Watching more hockey, UFC, but um, I don't have time for football. It's uh, it's hard to follow this uh, this funny sport. I'm a keeper, all right? I'm just diving around. And yeah. So, um. Now, now that you are in boarding, and it's uh, obviously much different than being at home at international school here in Phuket, uh, what are some of the things that, that you miss most about not being able to, you know, I guess maybe be so close to home? My mom's food. Yeah. I mean, my mom's food is just so good. I can't, I can't live... A month without my mum's food. Somehow I'm surviving. Not surviving pretty well though because I'm losing quite a lot of weight. But I'm munching it down right now. <laughs> and definitely like just my parents' company. Miss that a lot. Would you give any advice to kids that are going to make that transition into their first boarding school experience? What would you tell them? Think about your decision. Are you willing to get away from your parents? Are you? Do you want to be risking this opportunity? And if you do, you will love it. Mm. You will definitely. Was it difficult at first to make the decision and and say, okay, I'm going to do it, or was it quite quick? Quite quick, actually. I'm not. I'm not sure why, but like, just kind of wanted to do boarding since mm-hmm. my brother could do it, and he said it was really good. How was that first week boarding? Because now you've had that transition. You're 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 used to living with your parents the whole time, and now you're living on your own. Um, the first week, what were some of the emotions you were going through? And I think that's relevant and important because a lot of kids that when they do go to boarding school, they're probably going to feel something similar. They they all of the people in my boarding house that didn't board, they felt homesick. I didn't feel that. I was just feeling a bit sick and tired of people just running up to our dorm. And what, just causing havoc? Yeah, so annoying. So wh- why were they doing that? Because you're the new kids and they're trying to... No, literally everyone in our boarding house is new. Mm. I mean, I don't know. They just think it's funny to wind us up. We just batter them after. <laughs> what, is that? what do you mean you're going to batter them after? I mean, they'll end up in pretty good, pretty bad condition, actually. Might need to go to the toilet and uh, rub a few... Rub a bit of blood off her head. Oh, God. <laughs> well, that only happened once when uh, I was Spanish lad, Fernando. Yeah. Like, drew, like, some ball at uh, this guy's head who was wearing glasses, and his, like, glass glasses broke. And the 
part of the glass just like dug into his skin. Was there any demerits? What happened? Nah. Just kind of. Yeah, just let it go. Kept it under the rug, right? Swept yeah. it away. Just let it go. Mm. Um, are you guys able to be playing uh, FIFA, Fortnite? Any? Is there any gaming systems you guys got going on over there? Like, what else to keep yourself busy? Fortnite is rubbish. You bought the Fortnite headset computer. You're ready to be a pro. What happened? That that was for uh, Call of Duty. Okay, so what what happened to the Fortnite life? That is that game is just full on gone. It's so bad. FIFA is yes. good though. FIFA. <laughs> Hans, yeah. what? Yeah, I agree. Well, no, it's garbage. It's garbage. It's yeah, finished it's now. Garbage, yes. Useless. So but now what? You're playing FIFA 22 or 20, 21, I'm guessing that. 21. Haven't got FIFA 22 yet. And uh, have you been playing it here much or no? Because I, I think. I can only play it here. Because you can all, yeah. in, in my boarding house, we don't have a PS4. But like when we go to year nine, we will have a PS4 and we can play P- FIFA. I can play it with my friends. It'd be pretty fun. Because I remember you said you wanted to do some maybe Twitch or YouTube gaming and have a stream going. Is this still something you, you're thinking about or it's just too difficult with boarding? Difficult with boarding. Would you ever do that in the, the future? Maybe like, uh, could, could this be a possibility? Maybe. Do you have any friends doing this? I know Philip was doing it. He was doing some uh, uh, streaming, right? Is, is How is his channel doing? Is it rocketed off or what's going on? No, it's a bit... Bit dead right now, I think. I'm not sure. I haven't really watched it. But my my friend Connor, he's in Ireland right no in Wales right now. He's he's not really a Twitch streamer. He he did he streams a tiny bit, but he has like a hundred and twelve K on TikTok. I just that's quite a standard, but now he's posting Fortnite videos and no one is liking it. <laughs> Why not? Well, everyone used to like his uh, videos, like your swimming pool. It's basically like your future, but it isn't. It's just saying that it's this is your swimming pool if you do such and such on. So mm-hmm. if you if you scroll scroll past the video, you'll get some like dirty pool with no water in it. And if you follow, well, if you do all of it. And you don't scroll, you'll get like and the what, biggest what, pool of What is this? It's TikTok. What I, I don't TikTok. know. TikTok. Never heard of. Do you know what that is, Hans? I have no. It's 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 like a game on TikTok. No, it's not a game on TikTok. It's just he posts it mm. and he says like, s- like he said he says on his video, scroll. Like if if you scroll, you'll get some rubbish pool. Mm. If you comment, you'll get a decent pool. If you get if you like, you'll get an or a better pool than the decent pool. And then if you follow, you get a really nice pool. If you do all of it, you'll get the best pool alive. And then but nothing happens. It's kinda just no. chatter. No. Yeah, nothing happens. I don't think anyone's at all. getting a pool. It's just but I remember th- I remember I remember that uh video. That's the only video I remember from him. Mm. I think he got like Seven hundred ninety-three thousand likes. It's so crazy. He's gone viral now. So is he? Uh, is he a bit of a superstar in his town, or what's going on? No, <coughs> no one knows him. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, you, you've traveled uh, for such a young age. You've traveled around the world quite a bit. I mean, you've been to Italy. You've been to. I don't think you've been to the U.S. No. 
Uh, you've been to Japan, obviously all over uh, Southeast Asia, Indonesia, Singapore, Thailand. Um, where, where's your favorite destination? Well, my mom's favorite is probably Italy because of food. I, I also love the food there. We, we normally go to this town called Alba. Yep. The ravioli there is just it's too good. Way too good. Yeah, this town, it's quite famous for the white truffle, and they just had that season that ended in November as yeah. well. So yeah. you would try to go around for your mom's birthday uh, yeah. around then. Um, but you haven't been back in a couple of years because of the current situation. Yeah. Um, what, what did you do this summer for, for traveling while you were in the UK? Did you end up leaving or did you kind of just stay in the UK the whole time? We stayed in the UK, just went around the UK quite a lot. And on the way, met my granddad, who was in an amazing condition, but my dad's company probably made him better so it was pretty good just seeing him was good you saw him and do you do you get to see him often now being at boarding or uh, or even your your go to see your uncles your I, uncle my uncle is here right now oh correct yes but uh no nah, not really because i'm in i'm in glastonbury which is three hours and 30 minutes away from from leicester which is where they live and on a minibus, well, on a bus, I think it's like five hours, so I'm not willing to go there. But I have a friend uh, who lives in Bath, so I, s I stay with him when it's like a holiday or something. Yeah, and I, I remember you were supposed to go to the British Open, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Did you end up going or no? No, 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 it was too far away from Glastonbury because... Glastonbury's like the UK's like that. Yeah. Glastonbury's like over there, and I think Royal St George's was where it's played. I think that's in Kent. It's all the way there. That's like five hours from car, and my dad wasn't willing to go. That's but we would have had free tickets because one of our one of my mum's friends, Thomas Levey, uh, booked us in, but we didn't end up going. Yeah, it's a bit of a hike, right? I mean, it's not... Uh, it was a five-hour drive or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else special you kind of did ov over the, the holidays that was more memorable? Not really. I mean, play for a cricket team and stress fractured my back. Oh, yeah. What happened there? So, I remember playing... I forgot, forgot the team, but we were full-on dominating. I think they were like 28 runs for seven wickets. Like I, re I just remember going in for a, d for a bowl and uh, my back just tweaked. I didn't, th I didn't think much. And then my second delivery, I, I just went, I went on the ground. I, I just couldn't walk. And like my mum was there. I like, the pain kind of did relief, but like, it took me at least like four minutes to get back to the clubhouse. And uh, I remember just sitting down, my back so painful. Like after probably a week, my back was feeling just a bit better. And they, they were one man short, my brother's team. And uh, his coach, Andy, decided to put me in. And I collapsed on the pitch while feeding, fielding. And uh, one of the guys said oh, I got shot or something. 
Look. trying to make the mickey out of me. But uh, my dad came onto the pitch and he was like, Ollie, you're wasting time. <laughs> <laughs> Yet to know, I stress fractured my back and I was 10 weeks off sport. Were you, were quite you, devastating. Were you in the hospital the whole time? No. No, not the hospital. I was just kind of, you had to have bed rest and, and did, was there anything, you didn't have to do surgery or, or did it kind of, what, what ended up happening? It went away? Well, so when I arrived at the school, I did loads of stretching before that and uh, the pain kind of relieved a bit, but then I did another cricket session and my back just, I, I just couldn't play cricket anymore. That's why I'm afraid of playing cricket again. It's also because of you, you're a bowler and you got to, you know, you're, you're going full speed there as well. And it's very easy yeah. to tweak it as, right? Yeah. So yeah. are you, are you going to take a break from cricket for a year or what do you think? Not a year. Hopefully not a year because I love cricket, mm. but quite a bit. I ho hopefully I can get back stronger than ever. So it's just hopefully. So do the subscribers. They love you. <laughs> Let's get him back on his feet. Um, now you're here for Christmas. You're in Phuket. Um, how long are you staying? When are you going back? I'm not staying long. I think I'm only staying for three weeks. I think I'm going back on January the 3rd. That's quick, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure though. I'm not, I'm not sure. Any major plans to see friends? Go mini putting? Go golfing? Go play some, well, obviously, maybe not cricket. Well, my friends invited me to watch the new... Spider-Man movie? Venom, no? Or Spider-Man? I don't know what it is, but... No, it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Yeah. I, I don't know much about the movie. But <laughs> when are you going to see that? 23rd. 23rd, yeah. Yeah. Maybe have a mini putt with you. There we go. Yeah. Well, you're rubbish. I'll absolutely destroy <laughs> you. No, he's rubbish. Yeah, right. We might need him to come. <laughs> replace you. He's rubbish. <laughs> Shouldn't be allowed there. Didn't I? I absolutely. I destroyed you last time. No, you did not. Yeah, you shot like seventy at that. <laughs> You're waffling. You're such a waffler. <laughs> yeah, it's a joke, well. man. This is Bumble Clark setup. <laughs> we'll see. Hey, let we'll we'll end up. Uh, I'll do, I'll be doing a vlog. We're bringing the whole team out there. We're gonna vlog that mini putt challenge and see what happens. Sure. Yeah, let's go. Come on. Uh, you're rubbish there. <laughs> All right. Well, you're, I'll, I'll take down your brother, too. And yeah, you're My brother? Yeah, you are. think you're going to beat him? <laughs> you can't beat him. I can. I think I beat you last time, no? No, you didn't. All right. Let's see. We'll put a... I'll, I'll you, beat me, you beat me when I uh, when I was using my uh, mouth to grip onto the club. <laughs> like the only time you beat me. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll bet you a Hershey's bar. Let's see who wins. Hershey's is rubbish now. What's your new treat? Cadbury, 100%. Cadbury what? The mini eggs or what? Or the chocolate bar? Just Cadbury normal dairy milk chocolate bars. Okay. They're they like don't that. have that over here. I don't think we have that in Phuket. No. No. I mean, my friend was saying that they had all of the UK snacks. He was like saying there was Terry's chocolate orange. Do you know that? Yeah. Uh, he was saying it was here. I couldn't find any of it. Yeah, he, I don't know. He's a bit of a joker, jokester. And probably need to go to Villa or Central or something. Yeah, 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 I checked Villa. He said that there was LucasAid. There was no LucasAid at all. It's Chris Cunningham, by the way. Chris. Oh, shout out to Chris. No, no, shout shout out for the wrong reasons there. <laughs> don't give him don't give him the shout out. <laughs> don't give him the shout out. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> um 
are, are most of your friends, is Philip still here? Are most of your friends here for the Christmas break? Or yeah, they, they don't want to go to a cold country. Yeah, of course. They want to they wanna stay here. Are you going to be, are you going to see Philip? I've already seen him. Yeah. At the night market. How's he doing? Uh, He's doing well. He's got a new haircut. Looks a bit different. No more Bieber haircut? I thought he had that, that Bieber haircut going on for a I couple. I don't even know what Bieber looks like. You, yeah, you do. <laughs> I do like face wise, but I'm not sure about the cut. Yeah, well, I think. Uh, anyways, Philip knows what I'm saying. He's probably gonna slap me later. Um, <laughs> but Philip's massive there. Is he getting tall now? 173 centimeters. Oh. Five seven. Oh, oh, he's always gonna be taller than me soon. Yeah, probably. You're small. Yeah, good. My <laughs> brother's taller than you. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. He's he's getting up there now, but uh, I got that pumpuy weight. But you still got bit of fat on you zingers <laughs> that belly's just made up of zingers what, the kfc zinger burgers no i laid off the zingers i was getting out of control i had to take it down a notch it's probably doing like two or three a week and there was a point in time i sat down and told myself that's that's enough zingers i think you've had t- one too many you wouldn't be the guy to do that <laughs> you would never you would never do that there was a it was yeah it was just they're too delicious sunday afternoon zinger burgers come on a great time. Crap, uh, food panda on the go. Yeah, exactly. It's the best. Um, so what what's next for you? You're gonna get back to school. Is there anything interesting happening in the the next semester? Uh, not really. Get I guess the weather's gonna be colder. Yeah, I mean, going back in January in the UK. Uh, I mean, you're not gonna get snow or anything, right? Maybe, maybe. You never know. In Leicester, it's snowing. That's uh, no, I, I, that's why I can never leave Phuket. The snow and the cold, oh my god! Yeah, Canada's really snowing a lot. Yeah, I'm not I think a few days ago, I remember I saw the news. There was like, uh, what do you call it? From the mountains, like s- snowfall or something. Yeah, I'm sure the skiing's starting to pick up there as well. But no, I'm not going. It's too too cold. I can't handle it. I'm Phuket for life. Um, uh, so so. You also mentioned, while well, we, we had this discussion, you, you went to Japan, you do your skiing there. Uh, talk a little bit about that that journey and those trips. So in Japan, uh, I think we go, I forgot which part of Japan we go to, but we we ski at a hotel called Club Med. And the skiing's sometimes it's for beginners and sometimes it's quite advanced. There's different like bibs. So if you're a black bib at my age, I think black bib's like the best. I'm a white bib, so I'm just below black bib. So like black bib's like doing all the tricks, competitions. I'm not at the comp- competition level yet. I'm not amazing. Or allowing you to go on different uh, trails or different uh, slopes, right? I mean, you can't, it's like you can't just go on any, like the more difficult ones. It'd be too dangerous. Yeah, definitely. So you, you need to be supervised anyways if you if you want to go uh, on one of the big slopes, yeah, and and how how's your brother and your mom? They're they're decent uh, skiers. My brother's decent. My um, I haven't seen much of my mom, but she says she's all right. Mm. Doubt it. <laughs> uh oh, we'll have to cut that part out. We can't. She can't be seeing that. It's all right. Her cooking's good there. That's <laughs> all she needs to be, and, and a great mom. What? Oh, what a nice guy. That's you're going to be picking up all the ladies with that attitude. 
Um, <laughs> what is uh, what what do you think you're gonna be eating tonight? Because I when I talked to your mom, she said she was cooking you kind of. Uh, she did a pasta with some foie gras. Uh, what, what what's in store tonight? What's on the plate? Pasta and foie gras again. No, no, just for tonight because I, I've got this podcast very, very high class, you know, and uh, I've got football training after, so like it's a bit of a walk workout, so mentally, kind of a treat. mentally and physically. Yeah. So you got where are you going? You're going to play with your your friends, or is it kind of like a camp they're doing over the the Christmas holiday? Not sure, actually. What training are you doing tonight? You're not going to be playing with the third, the 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 football for fatties, no. <laughs> no, not football for fatties. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not with you. You're too fat. <laughs> it should be football for uh, skinnies. Yeah. So where where do you, do you know where you're going? Is your dad taking you? Is Dom joining? Uh, it's a private lesson. Oh, okay. With uh, with who? Do you know? Berlin. Berlin. Uh, okay. Couldn't do it this morning because uh, I think he was at immigration or something like that. Oh, okay. And where where do you end up doing this private lesson? At the Football for Fatties venue, at close to Kajon Ket oh, okay. High School. Yeah, I know that spot. That pitch is... But there's two pitches there. That one pitch, it's too hard, I find. Yeah, the pitch that you guys play on oh, is it's too hard. terrible. Yeah, it's rubbish. That's why I stopped going, because when you run around, it feels like you're just running on concrete. The Kajon Ket's not bad. Yeah, but the goals are too small. Yeah, the goals are it's like a, it's like a seven aside pitch with five aside goals. Doesn't make any sense. That's why I stopped going because, I mean, I'm a legend of a keeper and I just no one could score. So I was like, I can't come here anymore. It's a bit harsh. <laughs> I, I had to come. I had to be fair to the footballs for fatties. You know, they uh, I was uh, crushing their 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 will to live. Nah, your reputation there was uh, <laughs> crushed. <laughs> By uh, Andy. <laughs> Andy was destroying you. <laughs> Shots from long distance. Yeah, Andy. Greg with the three balls. You think you'll be able to keep up with those older guys now? Are you ready yet? My dad says I'm not big enough. Not yet. Yeah, I get, can get a bit aggressive, especially. I don't think they all have all their balance, so if someone was to trip yeah. on you, it might and be trouble. Andy said, it, Andy said uh, we don't do any slide tackles and stuff. Two minutes after watching them. Andy came in with a gruesome challenge. <laughs> no slide tackles. He could have killed someone. Well, cleats were up, yeah? Yeah. Cleats. Is that, is that what you call them? What do you call Studs. Them? Studs. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a baseball turn. Cleats. Who knows? So what do you think of, of the podcast? How are we doing so far? Is this, uh, you're, you're subscribing, you're liking every week, or what's going on? Liking every video. Yeah? Yeah, just regularly. Not watching much. Got a lot of. Uh, You're busy. <laughs> no, not really. Just like I'm not. I'm not a man who would watch a lot, lot of videos. I'm that man who would go sometimes a lot outside, play a bit of football. Which is better, and at least to stay active as well. Yeah. Um, we're gonna jump ahead because we're probably getting close to an hour and twenty, hour and ten. Yeah. Um, so. I want to pass pass this on. So, and again, the the point of this kind of podcast is to discuss with you of of your journey from Singapore to Phuket, and 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 also being involved in these international schools because there are a lot of kids that will relate to that as well. Um, in, in general, being you know growing up in these international schools, um, out of the last three that you've you've went to, 
Is there a favorite and why? Uh, SAI. It was quite a Catholic school, but I never went to the church in our school. And, uh, like, the facilities there wasn't amazing. BISP was a bit of a step up, but Millfield just tops it. It's uh, n- number one, right? Yeah. And did I think that the, the current Thai king, did he also, I think he went to Millfield, right? Is that correct? Or maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah. He did go to Millfield. So you get a lot of famous people going there as well. Uh, David Beckham's kids. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anyone else that's like uber famous going to the school? I think a K-pop person goes there. I'm not, I'm not sure. K- like K-pop's child. I think so, yeah. Not an actual K-pop singer. Then maybe. maybe I'll ask my brother. I'll have to check that out. All right, we're gonna wrap this up on the Fruiting Body Podcast. And before we jump out, um, well, we we probably won't give away Oliver's uh, Instagram handle because we don't want everyone. To, or unless you do, you want people to? Because are they gonna follow you? You're not posting anyways, right? No, I don't really care. I just have it to text my friends. But I think let, let's uh, do a final shout out because. Where can people expect you on, on the, the Leicester team and maybe the, the next uh, few years? I mean, can we get an autograph here and just so maybe you can sign the board? <laughs> um, any, any final words to your friends, your family, and, and uh, just some words of wisdom? To my friends, please subscribe to uh, Fruiting Body Podcast. Your man's right here. He, he needs his subscribers desperately. Well, you heard that. All right, guys. He called it out. You got to subscribe. We're going to keep this channel growing. Um, we are hoping to be, I think we, if we're getting one of the biggest podcasts uh, in Phuket, and if not Thailand, as Farangs, let's say. Um, so thank you so much, Oliver, for joining us. Um, we'll be posting this uh, next week, I believe. And uh, yeah, don't forget, like and subscribe. Peace out. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.